Is it fair for you to put all that on her? Well, is it fair for you to put your expectations on her? At least I'm trying to turn her into something positive. You're turning her into the kind of bitter, joyless, man-hating woman I'm trying to escape from. Well, if you don't let her live her own life, then in five years, she's gonna be trying to escape from you. Yeah, and take half your money and move off to Ojai with her yoga instructor. Mm. I've seen it happen. I've sold those houses. <laughs> You're trying to steal her innocence, William. I'm not trying to steal her innocence. I'm trying to help her. Look, I'm tired of looking for the right woman. What's wrong with me trying to make her... Oh, my God, I'm stealing her innocence. <laughs> Oh Hell Yes, a Girlfriend's Podcast. Whew. If you guys knew the trouble we've seen trying to get this podcast started at a recording, y'all really gotta appreciate us. Um, mm. Today's episode is called Hot Girl on Girl Action. I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. Original air date for this episode is 11-14-2005 written by michael b kaplan by the way this is a terrible episode what do you think etsy um yeah it was kind of corny but whatever <laughs> you know they, the, the check has to be um the check has already cleared so they got a certain amount of episodes to do everyone not gonna hit it's gonna be some duds oh god it was just i didn't care about any of the storylines none of them rock with me it's like a who cares. It's an episode of who cares from the book of who cares. So we're going to get through it. We're going to try our best for the people out there who love this episode. We'll try our fucking best. But honestly, it was tough to get through. Um, <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoyed our little mermaid bonus episode that we released mm -hmm. on Friday. I've heard some good things from people. They liked our takes. It was fun. It was fun to do a bonus episode. We just went on too long when we talked about it during the uh, episode. I had to be like, fuck it, let's make a bonus episode. Do you guys like the bonus episodes? Let us know if y'all like it. Yeah, I mean, if you guys want us to do more movies or other takes, let us know. You know our Twitter. At Hell Yes Girl. Let us know and we will think about it. I'm not making any promises. Mm-hmm. Because that's extra stuff I got to edit. <laughs> so Right. And then we might not even like the thing that you guys propose. Like, it might be a show that we don't even rock with or a movie or something that we don't like. So, but, you know, go ahead and, and throw them in. We'll see what we can do. Uh, we got another bonus episode coming in July. So, kind of side topic-y. So, stick around for that. Um, anyway, let's get into this episode. Hot girl-on-girl -girl action. And it is my turn to do the cold open. We'll figure out who's going to do what storyline later, but I'll start with the cold open. So we're at William, uh, William's house. It's him and his new jailbait, Jasmine. They're in bed. Presumably they just had sex. William said they've been together for a month. So it's been a month since the last episode, mm. which is wild. And William says it's probably time to take things to the next level. And then it shows her doing some kind of contortion thing. It's weird. I don't know what's going on. Or <laughs> I see what they're trying to do, but it looks poorly done. Like, she's turned a certain way. It doesn't look right. I don't know. It looks very contrived. Um, and he's like, that's not exactly what I meant. 
and then we move on to the theme song. So Lynn is ducking and dodging her wife to have sex with her. Time out. <laughs> They're not married. <laughs> oh, her fiance. Ooh, I was like, girl, what? Why well, I got wife written oh. in the notes? <laughs> oh my god. Nah, that's just her fiance. Yeah, it's her fiance. She's ducking and dodging, and then the fiance's like, "Girl, when we gonna do this?" And then Lynn is like, "You know what? Let's just wait until let's wait until the next day. Let's wait until tomorrow." And she's thinking up of all types of scenarios. She's pretty well, much like stringing her along. She's reading a book. She's doing all kind of shit. Yeah, like, and it's like, girl, let's get this show on the road. So they're supposed to do it the next day. So we'll we'll see. Well, well, we'll talk about this first scene first. Um, Lynn doesn't want to do this. Obviously, she's reading a book. She's on the phone with tech support. She starts counting pennies. You remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she makes it seem like um, Jen interrupted her. So now she got to restart the pennies. There's a good thousand pennies there. What I don't like is um, God. <sighs> Um, this whole storyline, but, uh, this is a bad storyline because we know Lynn's, in Lynn's intentions are not to want to be with this girl. So it's like, why are we watching this then? We could skip this whole episode. Same with, um, what's going on with William and Jasmine. We know that they're not going to end up together and it's not going to go anywhere. So it makes this episode not matter. And it, it, we know it's not going to move the storyline any further. Like you don't have to watch this episode to like get through the series. It's not even that important. <laughs> But I, I also don't like the part where Lynn's like, oh, I'm counting pennies, whatever, whatever. And Jennifer gets mad and realizes that she's stalling and threatens suicide. It's clear I repulse you. You'd be better off without me. The world would be better off without me. So tomorrow, I die. <laughs> they make yeah, a joke out of suicidal really... ideation. Like, Wait, I was, was like, that about? that's that 2000 shit. Yeah. So Lynn hops into action and is like, nah, we're actually supposed to have sex tomorrow, sorry. And she starts to gaslight Jennifer. Tomorrow is the day that we're supposed to finally make love. No, that was tonight. No, tonight was book reading, penny counting, tech support, and jarring preserves. <laughs> you need to talk to your shrink about how you keep getting things all confused because frankly, it's affecting our relationship. <laughs> no, I am sure it was tonight. Jennifer, who is the sane one? and she's like you are baby and that's textbook gaslighting if you ever guys if you guys ever want to know a textbook simple form of gaslighting there it is you're not saying i'm saying that's not what i said i actually said tomorrow mm -hmm. um and also go watch the 1944 movie gaslight where the term actually comes from that movie's pretty good um that's where this term originated because in that movie the husband tries to gaslight the woman to thinking she's crazy so she can turn over her um conservatorship to him so he can have all her money great movie wow 1940s and it just got caught on to mainstream in the last like five to ten years i feel like this term yeah that's interesting yeah. using your mental health against you so jennifer's like okay tomorrow We'll do it tomorrow. So we're back with William and Jasmine. Apparently she's a gymnast. That's why she's so flexible. Yeah. When William meant he wanted to take the relationship to the next level, he meant to help out her career. Like, you know, that old guy dating younger women textbook thing to do. Mm-hmm. Make themselves useful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's also, we find out, trying to mold her. 
Mm-hmm. That's why they get the young girls because they can kind of build you from the ground up because you don't have much. So they're like, I can give you this opportunity and that opportunity and money because you don't have it yet because you're young or a place to stay or I can buy you a car and I can do all this stuff for you so you're dependent on me. Mm-hmm. And so initially her, her dreams go as far as the gap at the Beverly Center. But he talks to her more and we find out she has passions in the fashion design industry. Mm-hmm. She said that's her dream. She tried to get into FITM. It's a fashion institute. William conveniently has a client who is on the board for the institute and she, he wants to link them up. Anyway, I can put in a good word for you. You got a portfolio? No, but I have lots of samples of my work in a big binder. <laughs> I was like, what a dumbass. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, that was funny. I was dreading the episode titled The Game, which is coming up in a few episodes. It's a spinoff of The Game. It's the pilot. Because I don't watch that show. I don't know about The Game. We're going to have a guest on that knows about the game, though. So they'll be able to help us through it. But that was what I was dreading. I was dreading that. But this, Mm -hmm. this has to be worse than that. Because none of this matters to me. I think I just want to insert commentary about um, grooming, about big age gaps in the relationships. To kind of compare it to Jones, like another version of that, but way worse because Joan is actually an adult. But, uh... But I didn't even mention Joan's situation in this episode. We don't even go back to Kenneth. No, but we still know he's there. We, we still have that example in our heads. It wasn't that long ago. So next we are at Lynn's apartment. We see the rest of the girls there. They're all dressed up. They look like they're about to go somewhere. I was kind of confused at first because they're all sitting there being quiet. I do not like Maya's hair at all. I don't like what they did. Mmm. They was going for that beachy look. It didn't stick out as terrible, but it's not her best. I do like this color on her, though. This is a really nice color. But they could go back to the hair color style. Yeah, like it's like a really dark brown. It's not black, like how they usually have it. It's weird how, I don't know, the part looks weird, too. I don't know. It's just they try to do bangs, you it's know. It's but it's just they wanted to make yeah, it look messy so that you can't look... clock that it didn't um that you can't see her scalp yeah it's just no it's a no for me dog <laughs> it's a no for me dog yeah i put in my notes it looks a little too old people but um the girls are just waiting around they don't they don't know what's going on so they just get up and decide to get going after a minute and um when we find we find out why they're there uh, Lynn invited them over for some uh, for a cocktail party. Their first cocktail party as a couple, and there she's using them as a buffer so she doesn't have to sleep with Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jennifer hasn't arrived yet, and so they're just tired of it. And there's no party, there's no drinks, there's no nothing. They she even set up for it. Mm-hmm. So once she tells the girls like, "Yo, I'm I'm trying to avoid you know sex with Jennifer. I promise her sex." And Tony's like, oh, this ain't a cocktail party. This is a cock block party. <laughs> I'm like, nah, it's more of a twat swap party. No cocks involved. That's the opposite of cock blocking. Oh, Lynn mentions that she's just trying to stop her from committing suicide. Um, how about you call for help, Lynn? There's a lot of organizations. This is, that's another reason why the storyline is dumb. You're not the only person in the world that can stop her from committing suicide. Mm-hmm. You could record her talking about it. 
you can give it to somebody. You can have her involuntarily committed, right? Yeah, if she chooses to. Yeah. But also, if she's... I don't even know if... If she's threatening suicide all these different times, I think that she can kind of go, like, against her will. Yeah. Yeah. See, they can commit her. Like, if she's shown to be a danger to herself, it can happen. You can get her committed. Just, Mm -hmm. if you have a lot of evidence, the way she keeps talking about suicide and killing herself because of this thing, or, you know, you can mention the fact that she almost jumped off of that high-ass whatever in the park. Mm -hmm. That was a big one. Talk to somebody. That is not your responsibility, girl. See, back then, they didn't have, like, smartphones with good cameras where they can, like, just pop it out and record people saying shit or doing stuff. So, Mm it's a little difficult, but she's making it her responsibility when it really shouldn't. So, William comes in with Jasmine. They're already arguing. Uh, It's like a father and daughter. (laughs) It's funny. Look, we'll just talk about it later, all right? Talk about what? I screwed up. I said I was sorry. Can we drop it? We're at the party now. Oh, no. Don't tell me you two kids are having trouble. Yeah, he's all mad at me. Well, of course I'm mad at you. And Jasmine explains that William's mad because he set up a lunch for her to meet a client from the Fashion Institute, and she didn't show up because Mm -hmm. she had an audition. But it was a cattle call. And we audition nerds, we know what a cattle call is, right? It means don't even waste your time. It means it's a wrap (laughs) for that. If you weren't invited directly baby it's a gamble it's it's a big one you know she would have had a better chance going to that lunch to get into fit than to go to the catacol yes yes for sure um especially if you're not one of the first few that they see girl mm, at that point yeah Unless you camped out overnight or you've been you want to wait on the line for four or five hours before the audition and be one of the first groups, the top 50 or something. I don't know. If not, baby, go go to that meeting and get into that. You know, somebody's probably listening right now going, dang, what's wrong with a cattle call? An opportunity is an opportunity. I ain't saying it wasn't. I'm saying if you were in this position that this girl is in pick the meeting yeah definitely but i'm thinking like william like she's a child of course she's gonna do some dumb shit like this like you ain't expect this shit to happen exactly like you know what's so funny with these negroes when they do shit like this they'll literally try to fuck children right legal children oh my god and (laughs) and then be mad when they do childlike shit yeah nigga If you wanted somebody to make sound decisions who can take advantage of those opportunities, maybe try dating someone who's barely or more past the age of being able to actually, like, drink. Yeah, or in their 30s, like you are. Like, let's just, come on now. Like, someone who is making sound decisions has a life of their own, so they're not looking to you to change their life and give them opportunities and things like that. I don't know. That's how I feel, but... Yeah, she can't even buy a drink. So why are you hanging out with her? How are y'all gonna go to bars and stuff? They, I guess they put the they're gonna put they're gonna put X's on her hands. They gonna do that. <laughs> it's 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 like I don't even. This is just it's just to try to groom them into who they want them to be, and take advantage, and so that she can be impressed by every little thing that he does. Because this girl hasn't really experienced anything, so it's like. 
anything you do, she's going to be like, ooh, ah, be wide-eyed. It's just, it's very loser yeah. behavior. Oh, so loser. Real bad, real bad. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I'm just, huh. So they keep arguing. William gets mad and leaves the party. But Jasmine decides to stay with the girls. I guess since they've been together for a month, the girls know Jasmine and she knows the girls. That's all I'm assuming. Um, or she just didn't want to go sit in a car with him if he's going to leave. They're fighting. So back then you couldn't just call an Uber home. I mean, you can call a cab. It's probably going to be mad expensive. And who knows if she even has money. Right. Because she's only like a teenager. <laughs> but that's another reason why, though. Because if she really got caught up with nigga, she ain't got no bread to, um, to free yourself. Oh, like if, if like men will date younger girls because they can't leave on their own because they don't have any financial backing? A hundred percent. Oh, damn. This is like, this is slavery. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> no. So, the girls try to give Jasmine some advice about William. There's a lot that they said here. Do you remember any of the gems they dropped? I just remember them telling her um, not to let him control her. That's all I remember. But what gems did they drop? Yeah. Well, I just, there's so many, I just put like a general conversation. But she did mention that he told her how to vote. Like, not how to vote, but like who to vote for in the local elections. Oh, no. And you know William a Republican. Lord. Yes, sir. And she, he told her to vote for Schwarzenegger's referendums. He's buying her clothes, giving her books to read. Um, it's basically build a bitch from the ground up. Yeah. Yeah, it's giving very, I'm going to try to mold you into what I want you to be before before you're able to make your own thoughts and be your own person, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what he mentions later on in the episode. That was the biggest, like, that almost brought it back for me when he really talked about his true intentions of why he was dating her. It's not a good reason, but... I'm like, okay, all right, great. This makes sense as to why you're doing it, but it's not a good decision. It's not a good reason. Maya calls Jasmine a Stepford wife, and she also brings up that Darnell used to be controlling to her. You know, my man was always trying to tell me what to do, okay? But you know what? I had to let his controlling ass go, all right? I had to school him. And when he learned, I let him come back. It's not quite how I remember it, but... And that's not quite what happened, number one. Um, number two, your situation, Maya, is a little bit different. Um, I wouldn't even blame it on there being an age gap. You was just, like, kind of dumb. So they... He, there was no age gap. Yeah, there was no school. age gap. Maybe, like, a year. Yeah. But nothing crazy. Um, I mean, he got you young, but it wasn't anything where he had so much so much experience over you girl you just was on some pick me shit like <laughs> plus the baby you know he kind of trapped you y'all trapped mm. each other so yeah he definitely that's trapped you, bitch 17 pregnant knocked up girl okay yeah <laughs> at that point he was like damn i gotta marry her now shit fine i guess um and, and she's gonna be the one that's left with it who has primary custody well, I mean, it don't even matter. They they together. Well, well, they live across the way from each other, so I guess I guess now they are. Yeah, maybe she does have primary custody. 
Um, Jones says, that's why I can't keep a relationship because men are always trying to control me. I was like, holy shit, we just lying. We just sitting here lying in this room to this girl. And what 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 did Tony say? Or she kept quiet. Tony, Tony lied too. She's like, uh, how, how old are you, little girl? How old are you? 20 and a half. See, I'm only a couple years older. But um, at our age, we have to find our own way. You know, make our own mistakes. That's why I left my husband. Because he's a mistake. Humans should not marry elves. Um, so they each, you know, are embellishing a bit. Joan brings up the story of the Pygmalion, a.k.a. My Fair Lady, a.k.a. Pretty Woman, a.k.a. She's All That. Oh. You get those references, right? It's pretty much the same movie where you're making a girl, you're molding her and all those Uh stories. Uh Um, My Fair Lady, they, like, fix her to talk properly and her posture and everything pretty woman he takes a prostitute excuse me a sex worker and buys her clothes and teaches her you know how to be quote unquote a pretty woman and then she's all that they take the nerdy girl and they they build her up take her glasses off and she's all of a sudden hot oh they they take her hair down too right yeah they so they take her hair down they put her in a fashion nova dress and they um (laughs) they took off the glasses yeah yeah so now all of a sudden she's hot so all these movies you know mold you know a girl into the most desirable perfect girl they don't mention the other ones i think they don't they don't mention the two that i named but that's basically it there's tons of other movies too where they do that Mm -hmm. um so lynn hasn't said a word this whole part of the scene she's just been listening to the advice that the girls have been given and then she stands up and says you guys are right you know what i'm gonna sleep with jennifer based on everything you guys said so she thought they were talking to her and she looks at jasmine and says oh jasmine when you got here and we move on to the next scene so next we're in uh we're with william and jasmine they're in bed they just fucked i guess they got over the fight Mm -hmm. william tells her that he was able to get the um do some damage control with the client from fitum and he apologized profusely on her behalf on her Mm -hmm. behalf didn't even get like let her do the apologizing for the mistake she made from not showing up to the meeting. Okay, that's one thing. He knows. Um, he knows she might say some dumb shit. That's why. <laughs> yeah, true. He, 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 she might be like, well, at that well, point, you know, don't send her to the meeting actress. then. Huh? Well, at that point, don't send her to the meeting because she could say some dumb shit in the meeting. He's not going to be there sitting with her. Well, that's that's William so busy trying to mold a nigga. Common sense ain't coming into. <laughs> ain't coming into play yeah so the client still wants to meet with um with jasmine and this point she's in the bed she cleans her teeth and spits all over the bed whatever was in her teeth she is definitely a child oh my god but she tells william that she changed her mind she don't want to go to fashion school no more he's like wait we discussed this and you agreed and she goes no you told me and I'm like, oh, this is the girls. This mm-hmm. is what the girls told her. She's re- she's kind of repeating it, mm-hmm. which is great. And William says, Jasmine, if you want to be with a senior partner, you got to get your life together. What did you think of that when he said that? I was like, well, there's two things that came to mind. I was like, first of all, William, you the one that's chasing her. That's number one. 
Um, so you want to be with her more than she wants to be with you. Um, and number two, he kind of is reminding me of Monica in this episode. Yes, he does. He, he, he's treating her like Monica treats him. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, do you want Monica back? Cause you didn't have all this slick ass shit to say when she was in the motherfucking picture. You stood in line. Oh, stood in line. Damn. Well, you know what I thought when he said that, I was like, you know, if it was coming from a woman who said that, it would be a boss ass bitch thing to say. Like, if you want to be with a senior partner, you got to get your life together. But coming from a man, it sounds like real douchey. (laughs) I don't know why. I know it's a double standard, but it It just... It ain't no motherfucking double standard. It's about recognizing the differences in how women and men are treated. It's like... Um, he's saying if you want to be if you want to be with a senior partner, you got to get your shit together. Number one, how about you be with someone your motherfucking age, who yeah, would probably there. have their shit together instead of trying to mold somebody? How about that? Let's start there, nigga. Mm-hmm. You trying to build the perfect woman, and guess what? When she starts growing up and talking to different people. Yeah, yeah. So the girls was kind of lying as far as like the the examples they were using in their own lives, but the actual message was a hundred percent though. Like, yeah, definitely. And she says, "This is my journey, William, not your journey. And at my age, I need to make my own mistakes. And you need to stop trying to mold me, like you men do." Jasmine, I'm just trying to help you. No, you're not. You're doing a Pygmalion. He's like, what are you talking? Oh, my God. And he goes, oh, Joan. <laughs> and so uh, he heads over to Joan's house. And funny enough, he finds all the girls there. All of them were saying this stuff to her. So good thing you found them all in one spot. Yes. And then he start calling them bitter and all that shit. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bro. First off, knock on my fucking door. Stop walking your ass in my fucking house. To broad ass shoulders. Um, I mean, that's what Joan, that's the environment that she created. Where that's true. He, he is just doing what he let her do. Just like, girl, would you lock the door? Like, what's good? Do they ever lock yeah. doors? I mean, we have seen sometimes where people ring the doorbell and she has to go open it because they want to do the slow reveal of who's there at the door. But for the most part, they just walk their asses right in. I'm like, this ain't even the South. Like that's in a lot of these sitcoms, though. They just LA. You can't have your door unlocked in L fucking A. Mm -mm. Not the loss of Angeles. The loss of Angeles. You know what? We're gonna say that from now on. I'm loving Tony's vest over the long sleeve shirt, button up shirt, mm-hmm. Green Bay Packers colors. Very corporate. I've seen it. It's very it's it's corporate and it's kind of quirky, you know. Mm hmm. It's Love like that. it's fun. Yeah. It's been a home run for her for the for, for the glam team Dude, over there. They are Tony. season six. They were like, "Yo, we gonna send you off with a bang." Mm. Like this is gonna be part of your reel to get your next roles. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna make you look the best ever so you know you can get those roles that you're quitting girlfriends for <laughs> um, Maya tells William that Jasmine is a woman not a piece of clay you can't be molding her 
And they keep doing this running thing where Jones says, am I right? Am I right? Or am I right? I don't get it. Neither. And Maya's like, stop doing that. It's only going to lead to more disappointment. Just stop. William says, men have disappointed you. So is it fair to put that all on her? And Joan says, is it fair to put your expectations on her? Some, and then he's saying that men have disappointed Joan. So is it fair? Well, women have disappointed you. Is it fair to put all that on her? Trying to take away this little girl. Which, which that's mm-hmm. what she is. That girl barely mm-hmm. out of high school. If you don't stop, William, the reason the reason why you're not looking for women who are your age is because you've constantly been rejected or not good enough for the women who are in your age. Didn't you get left at the altar? Yes, he did. Didn't it not work out with Joan because Joan wasn't really fucking with it? And she was like, uh, you're kind of like just a friend. I don't know if this whole relationship thing is going to work. Well, I think he mentions that in this scene that, like, he tried so many times to find his soulmate. It didn't work out with Joan or Monica, Yvonne, all these people. So he thought he could take this girl and mold her into the perfect woman because he cannot land the perfect woman. He's tired of looking for that. So he's like, I'll just make it myself. That's mm-hmm. that's so, like, God complex-like, you know? It's not surprising that he has that. And that is but a lot of these rich men do that. They throw money at a problem. They can buy whatever they want. So they're like, well, if you know, this product or this thing that I want doesn't exist, I will pay someone who will find it. I can pay someone to make it. I can, you know, it's that power that comes with having such a um, huge bank account, you know? Particularly when there's such a huge, huge age gap because... Even if you're not rich, even if you're a regular, regular guy, like you doing the bare minimum for someone who's 19, 20 is going to look like, oh, my God, he must yeah, really she's easily impressed. love me. He must really like me. He took me to Olive Garden or whatever the fuck. No, no. <laughs> Listen, I, I know that's a big thing in some places. Don't come for me. Okay. Because I have some whole... people listening right now going, Etsy, what's wrong with Olive Garden? Unlimited breadsticks. Back and forth with someone. I might, eat, I might eat Olive Garden tonight now. You don't got Ooh. me. You got me thinking. Baby, Olive Garden be hitting. I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, Olive Garden nasty. It's nasty. But it's one of those restaurants where it's like, baby, they the, don't the take salad you to It's kind of kind of slimy. But if you get the breadsticks yeah. and you get the pasta, the pasta breadsticks is good. But that, that I don't uh-huh. know what they be doing with the salad. You, you like the soup? No, I don't really like soup at all. And their soups ain't, like, hitting, hitting like that. Yeah, it don't be really be hitting like that. For yeah. sure. Um, they be giving you crackers, right, with it? Yeah. They be trying. They be trying to make it happen with the crackers, but nah. <laughs> <laughs> they like, I know our, they be like, our soup is terrible. Can you just put the crackers with it, please? Can you get some crackers <laughs> so it go down a little better? Uh, nah, I, I'll probably definitely be hitting the spot, but, like ain't nobody that's really trying to like impress you gonna take you there at least not in these big cities like la and new york where there's a oh yeah so many other options but if you're 20 olive garden is it for you because <laughs> when i was that exactly. age that's when we went for birthdays that's when we went for like after the club <laughs> after like but now like it's different but that's where we were mm-hmm. in college i've been there for a couple birthdays in my Red early lobster. 20s late teens yes shout out to people who go to Olive Garden we love Olive Garden 
friend of the show, Olive Garden, if y'all want to sponsor us, give, <laughs> give us some free uh, coupons or the, Period. You know, a coupon code or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, but missing from this group talk with William. William, well, by the way, William realizes that he's stealing her innocence in this scene. He does say it. He does realize it. And missing from this conversation is Lynn because she is getting ready to have sex with Jennifer. She's mm-hmm. in the mirror, back at their apartment, in the room, talking herself in the mirror. You can do this. You promised her. It's just sex. Just get nasty with it. Just get dirty with it. Just be a bitch. Just be a bitch. Just... I'm thinking, why is this so hard for her? Lynn has sex all the fucking time. Why is this hard for her? She and she said she's done it with women before she might not just she might not be um attracted to to old girl yeah and the circumstances that they met too is kind of like what's going on like i proposed to you because you were about to kill yourself and now i'm trying to fuck it's yeah yeah, it's not the most appetizing ideal conditions yeah yeah (laughs) she smacks her own butt jennifer comes in as Lynn is doing this, and she's like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm being your bitch. And when she says that, you notice Jennifer looks really nervous. Like, oh, shit. Like, you can tell for the first time that Jen kind of looks like, I don't know if I could do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're about to have sex. Jen has this huge speech beforehand. <laughs> beforehand, yeah. I'm like, y'all ain't about to do shit with this speech. Like, y'all ain't finna do If you got to do a speech. Mm-hmm. You call her your life partner and your soulmate and her essence, and y'all even gonna do nothing. She's like, I love you, Lynn. And Lynn's like, Hold on, I gotta go pee. Or so Jen is like in the room by herself when Lynn goes to the bathroom, and we find out that Jen don't want to do this either. Mm-hmm. Jen ain't, she ain't, goes, ain't a lesbo either. She ain't a lesbo. Mm-hmm. She starts drinking the alcohol, hyping herself up because she don't know she can do this, mm-hmm. which is hilarious. Jen says to herself, you've pretended this long, you may as well go the distance. So, Lynn comes back into the room, and they really ain't about to do shit. You can tell by the way they're acting. They're just like, it's really awkward. They're like playing with each other's hands. It's really bad. And Lynn's like, okay, well, you know what? We need music. So she gets up and she plays the music that her and Finn made. And she gets all nostalgic about Finn, and she doesn't want to do anything anymore. And Jen tries to act like her therapist for a second. Lynn says the line, oh, Finn's a guy. I'm not a lesbian. I'm like, she ain't know Finn was a guy this whole time? This was it? Mm. I don't know. That was a weird sentence. Um, Lynn said she's never been a lesbian, and Jen is elated because she is like me either. And she's like, I was just in this to make you happy. But Lynn's like... That don't make no sense. Yeah, well, I only did all this to save you from killing yourself. Did it look like to you that jen was just doing this to make lynn happy because lynn never looked like she wanted to do this and it felt like jennifer was pushing it more than lynn was for sure because if that was the case she wouldn't have been pushing for it od like if i was in her position and i wasn't a lesbo right i wouldn't be feeding Mm -hmm. feeding feeding talking about oh when are we gonna do it when are we gonna do it when are we gonna do it you would yeah. be relieved and be like, oh, okay, babe, I'll, I'll give you your time. Oh, okay. You know, when you're trying yeah. to get somebody to run around, you're not going to pressure them to speed it up because you want it to go slower. So you're like, okay, girl, uh-huh. you, no, girl, take your time. You, 
You want me yeah. to schedule this? Oh, <laughs> so yeah. When Lynn was counting pennies and reading extra chapters of books and calling tech support, that should have been like, she should have been like, okay, cool, cool, cool. We'll just try another day. But instead, she was so pushy, like, oh, I don't feel like you really want to do it. Oh, my God. And she would threaten suicide. So it's like, were you really trying to just um, make her happy? Or she just mentioned she wanted to keep her around. But I don't think you were, it, was, it read like that Mm-mm. earlier in the scenes. So they realize they both have codependency issues. And Lynn used Jen as a way of not having to deal with her feelings for Finn and how that ended. Mm-hmm. You know, if they just had this conversation earlier. They just could have been friends. No pressure. Nobody would have had to possibly die. Mm-hmm. But they, uh, they talk it out. And Lynn says that Jen can stay at the apartment, though, since she doesn't have anywhere to go, anywhere to stay. And that's that. Then we get our final, final scene. You want to take this? Well, the girls and William, they both break up with Jasmine. And I'm like, why are the girls breaking up with Jasmine? But then I'm like, hmm, maybe they got close to her in those 30 days. I don't know. I think it's also because William can't do it on his own. He needs the girls to help him. Because he can't word shit on his own. They got to hold his hand through it. Mm -hmm. They're letting her go. They frame it like they're letting her go from a job. Right. Some HR shit. Yeah. And Maya says it's for your own good. Uh, and Maya says, for your own good, you should never, you must never talk to us ever again. And then Jasmine says the line, squirrels must love you guys because you're nuts. <laughs> That's so cheesy. Like, I, this is terrible. Well. And Joan says, yes, we are. That's thing. it. Well, he wanted to groom, so... Well, we're at the end of the episode, so thank God we made it. The end. So, uh, Etsy, could you find an oh hell yes moment? My oh hell yes was William actually admitting to himself that he was trying to take this girl's innocence and groom her because he couldn't find a, a, ain't no women his age really want him like that, pretty much. That was my oh hell yes when he admitted that. Okay. That's, that's a good one. Mine was um, Lynn telling Jen the truth. Because we got to wrap this shit up. We got to. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of, tired of mm-hmm. like talking about the storyline, having to go through each scene where this is just going on and on and on. Let's just end it right fucking now. So, yes, that's my oh hell yes moment. You know, William could also do the mail order bride thing. He could get somebody from like some third world country if he really wanted to do some. I mean, that's what that's what the boys are doing now. They're going to all these poor places and pretty much paying for, like, um, cheap prostitutes. He could. It'll probably be, like, a language barrier, though, if he doesn't go to... Um, mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, maybe that's good for him, so she can't tell him off. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. She can't cheat on him, either, because she can't talk to nobody else. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she can well, not yet. She, yeah, she, she, she definitely can. She just can't finesse it the way someone else would. And she yeah. probably, because she's relying on him, she's probably less likely to cheat, you know, than someone else who has mm. their own stuff going on. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I got a peep game on these niggas. Shall. <laughs> so that's it for this week. Uh, social media is TikTok at hell yes girl and twitter at hell yes girl we got an amazing amount of listens yesterday i don't know what the fuck happened but um 
hello guys welcome to our um podcast hopefully it continues thank you guys rate review subscribe go to apple Podcasts. give us five stars uh write a review and we'll read it right here on our show next episode is titled sleeping dogs that should be a fun one thank god we got through this one um it wasn't so bad see it was pretty bad (laughs) like I hate these characters. I'm tired of Jasmine. I'm tired of Jennifer. I can't. They were characters I hope we never see again, but also, like, they meant nothing to the plot of the general Girlfriends series. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why we spent so much time on these people, but sure. Because the, the the episodes were ordered. <laughs> yeah, they needed something to put here. They must have not had nothing in this spot. And they were like, let's just write some bullshit. So... We'll see y'all next week when we talk about a way better episode of Sleeping Dogs. And until then, I am Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And we'll see you next time. Bye.